The BC Dub rules will become BC United after party members voted in favour of rebranding. The new name had the backing of 80% of the 8,000 members who voted online between November 13th uh, and Tuesday at 10pm. Voter turnout was low, however, since the BC Dub rules have 45 thousand members. Our next guest wasn't supportive of the move. Former leader Gordon Wilson reinvigorated the BC Liberals in the late 1980s. The party then shared an office and funding with the federal Liberal Party until Wilson led the provincial arm in a vote to split in 1989. Gordon Wilson joins us now. Gordon, thanks for speaking to us today. My pleasure. So first of all, uh, your thoughts on the name change. Uh, there has been an overwhelming majority of BC Liberal Party members who have voted to change the name to BC United. Your thoughts? Well, my first thought is it sounds a little bit like an English football team, but uh, rather than the political party. But beyond that, it doesn't, it doesn't surprise me because we're in the sort of modern era of politics where political parties are marketed more like a product than they are um, a philosophical base of principles. Uh, that uh, the electorate might want to elect on. So they look toward uh, a new, fresh uh, way of marketing or branding uh, your political party to put it in front of people. Um, and I think it's a, it's a real change uh, in, in the way that we approach politics uh, in the modern day than, than the time when I was uh, involved in, in, in politics. So I, I, that doesn't surprise me. I think the other reason is because it's a broad spectrum of political supporters. So a lot of people who vote uh, for the Liberal Party provincially are federal conservatives. Um, I know that a number of those conservatives find that the name liberal sort of sticks in their throat a bit like a chicken bone, and they they can't stand the name. They wanted to change it. They wanted to change it for a long time. So I suspect this is a a shift to the right for that that party. I suspect that the conservatives who are involved in the political party have taken a much stronger hold in the Liberal Party than before. Um, and uh, it, as I said, it doesn't really surprise me. There, there are those who think it no longer is a Liberal Party, so they would vote to change the name because they say, don't call yourself something you're not. And then there are those who can't stand the name Liberal, so they're going to vote for it because they, uh, they want it gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back of the napkin math, the party says 8,000 people voted, and of those 8,000 voted, 80% voted uh, for the name change. Uh, my understanding is during the leadership race, they had actually signed up 44,000 members, so that would be roughly about 18% who actually uh, voted uh, for the name change. Um, you were a member of the party. Will you remain uh, a member of the party with this name change? Uh, probably not. I mean, I'm I'm getting on in age now, and I've I've become in my older age uh, more cynical. I think about the political process in in British Columbia in particular, but uh, globally, um, it it I, I when I was involved in in politics, I I wanted to put forward a political party, and when we built the Liberal Party back into to in, in the ninety ninety one election, we ran on a foundation of principles, and those principles were very much centered in the middle of the political spectrum, uh, broad-ranging, uh, free enterprise, not private enterprise, which, and there's a very real distinction between that. Um, and that's shifted away. We're, we're returning back to polarized politics. You can see it uh, in Canada, federally, on the federal level. Uh, we're becoming more polarized, certainly in the United States. Uh, the midterms, I think, were, were interesting in the sense that the, the Americans, as polarized as they are, at least polarized more toward the center than they did on the extremes, which is encouraging. But, um, no, I, I think that uh, it's time for a younger group of people to come forward and to, to take over reins and to, to get involved. Uh, I'll be an interesting observer from the sidelines. Do you think this is a mistake? 
Yes. Uh, in, in a word, I think it's a real mistake because uh, I think what it does is it unmasks the notion that there is no philosophical basis to that party. I asked a, um, a young uh, liberal, a young fellow who's a, a liberal member in, the, in, in a Vancouver riding, um, I said, well, what is the philosophy of the BC United Party? And he said, well, we haven't finished the public opinion polling yet. And I thought, so you're going to develop your your political philosophy on the basis of a public opinion poll? And I think the truth is that they don't make a distinction, or he doesn't, certainly doesn't make a distinction between a political party platform that might be set for an election as a party, uh, an election platform, and as a philosophical basis upon which uh, a political party or political movement can start to, to build. And I think that's very much part of the Gen Z, if I can use that way of the world these days, that uh, history be damned, it doesn't really matter how things came, it is today what it is, and uh, things are fast moving and fast changing in a very populous kind of way. And um, that's that's kind of the modern the modern take on it. Uh, in an era of populism, in an era of uh, polarized politics, is it almost impossible to keep a big tent party together, specifically one that does include uh, federal liberals and federal conservatives here in BC? I think it is extremely difficult to do it um, without compromising on many, many fundamental principles that the party is founded on. Uh, part of the reason is because of what I call the new tribalism, where we're, we're siloing ourselves into into this new tribal sort of entity, whether it's it's being a member of a, of the LGBTQ community or the members of the black community, or whether it's the Aboriginal community and reconciliation, whether it's um, women as opposed to men, uh, each of these kinds of uh, identity political realms, this identity politics that we play. Um, now starts to ad- advance issues that are specific to their particular tribal interest, if I can use that. And the difficulty with that is that, that it's membership driven. You, you have to be a member of that uh, particular tribe in order to be able to uh, be permitted to speak for it. And in speaking for it, uh, whether you actually have the authority to or not, uh, you start to advance political uh, agendas that are more specific to, to the personal interests of that collective group than we are in terms of individual rights. And I think that's a, a, a fundamental change and shift in Canada, and I think it's a, it's a dangerous one. Uh, it very much speaks to, the, to this rise of the sort of the, this tribal populist view that uh, individual rights in Canada now are essentially giving way to collective rights, collective interests, and those collective interests are defined very much by this new sort of tribalism. Mm-hmm. Well, if you take this new tribalism, and, and let's just say sprinkle in demographic shifts in this country, uh, we're going to hit half a million immigrants coming to Canada by 2024, 2025. Uh, there was a time um, in the 1990s, which you would remember very well, uh, you were a political leader at that time, we used to debate immigration levels of 220 to 240,000 people coming into the into the country. Now we're going to be hitting half a million. And those immigrants, as you know very well, predominantly settle in three main community cities, uh, Vancouver, uh, Toronto, and Montreal. With what BC uh, United Party is doing, and generally these immigrants who have a tendency to vote more center, center-left, and not all, of course. Uh, federal liberals have done well with immigrant communities, the federal NDP as well, uh, and some would say locally as well. Is that going to help BCUP um, in regards to attracting this urban audience? Do you think that this new political entity can attract an, an urban audience? Because right now when you look at them, there are 
a predominantly outer suburb interior part and northern BC party. They're not a one would argue a Metro Vancouver party. Well, I think you, you've really put your finger on a very very important uh, issue. Uh, the the notion that uh, British Columbia is a resource based economy is something that's being challenged every day now, um, and it's challenged only in the intellectual and theoretical sense. The the, the bottom line is it still is a, is a resource based economy if you want to keep this economy functionally moving because there are the money is footloose it can be invested wherever it can make its greatest return and that doesn't happen to be in British Columbia right now so i think those people who believe that we can shift away quickly from a resource based economy um are are really whistling in the wind however that said i think you're absolutely right with the shift in the demographic in the urban communities you are going to start to see larger and larger blocks of votes that are going to be uh, drifted into the center-center-right uh, type of thinking because many immigrant populations who are coming here are coming here in order to have um, freedom of, of access with, with respect to the economy as much as anything else. I mean, they're looking for a way for them to be able to uh, live the life they see uh, Western people's living as opposed to the way that they might be able to uh, to achieve those kinds of, um, of goals in their own communities. So, I think that, or in their own countries, I think that, that that's a, a very important aspect of what's likely to take place in the next 10 years in British Columbia or 20 years. Uh, and yes, I think that uh, a center-right party is going to benefit from that uh, in large measure, um, unless there is uh, uh, the divisions become so significant around issues like environment uh, and those kinds of things that it actually tends to push it back the other way. Mm-hmm. But you think the BCUP can attract those immigrants or do you think it, it, those immigrants would, tr- would, would look more towards an NDP type coalition or, or, or even a, a provincial federal uh, or provincial liberal type um, uh, camp? I mean, generally these communities do well with liberals and new Democrats. Some do vote conservative federally, but not as many as the conservatives would like. Do you think BCUP can still attract those those communities? Because right now, their caucus certainly doesn't look like 21st century British Columbia. Well, that's very true. Uh, that's very true, Jazz. And I think that the you ask, can they, can they attract? Yes, they can, depending on what their philosophical basis is, depending on how they structure the party. And that's one of the reasons I think it's a mistake to change the name. Because the Liberal Party means something more uh, than just a brand that you put in front of the electorate. It, there's a fundamental basis of philosophy that talks about individual rights and freedoms that is, are, are protected. And in fact, one of the greatest uh, achievements of the Federal Liberal Party uh, na- uh, nationally, on, on a national basis, was the, uh, the implementation of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which is now being um, misinterpreted, I think, to uh, drift away from individual rights, which is what many immigrant po- uh, peoples want, is the right for individual freedom, uh, and it's becoming now pushed into a more collective right and collective interest. And I think that's a problem for both, uh, to be honest, the uh, um, BC United Party, if we can call it that, and the New Democratic Party, because um, people who are coming to this country are coming because they are trying to get away from uh, oppressive economies, oppressive uh, governments, they, they are looking to try and find ways in which they can raise their families in a free and open economy. That's what the BC Liberal Party was all about when I was involved with it, was to make this uh, an opportunity for those uh, individuals to be able to thrive individually and not to have to uh, push themselves into one of these little tribal groups to be able to, uh, to identify as, uh, as, as one of these members. 
Well, Gordon, uh, I, I wish you well, and I know you'll be watching all of this from afar in Powell River, but watching closely indeed. I really appreciate your time uh, and sharing your experience with us as well. Thank you so much today. Uh, my pleasure.